Hello, you guys, and welcome back to Not On This Occasion, the Formula One podcast. We are here to talk about nothing. Make sure to follow us um, on whatever streaming platform that you're listening to, Spotify, Apple Music, Podbean, Android Podcast. Is that what it is? Amazon I think so. Podcast? I think that's one. Oh, there's Samsung Podcast. Samsung Podcast. So make sure to follow us. Leave a rate if you'd like, but make sure to give us a follow so that way you'll know when we post next. Um, as always, I am here with my wonderful, amazing, beautiful co-host, Peach. No, <laughs> no, I'm here with Noel. Hi. And joining me, instrumental to my success, is Delaney. Hello. See, now you know how awkward it is. That is who is talking. <laughs> now you know how awkward it is, like, whenever you do the intro, and you're like, that's, like, this is Delaney. I'm just like, hi. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. So this week we're going to be talking about the race that hasn't existed. Why are we here, Delaney? I don't Why even. Are we I, here? Don't, I don't even what know. Do we have to talk about Delaney. We people, me and Delaney have had the task of making episodes out of really boring races. Mm-hmm. So now we're here today making an episode about a race that didn't even happen. Yep. But there's still a lot to talk about. I think. Um, honestly, personally, Imola. Outdid my expectations. <laughs> all I wanted, all I wanted after these few races was something new to talk about. And goddamn, here we are. But before we talk about Imola, I want to remind you all because we haven't really talked about this in the beginning episode of an episode. We are going to be at the Detroit Grand Prix, which is an IndyCar race. Yes, this is more just so you guys know that we're going to post a bunch about it. Um, and you're not like, wait a minute, are they rebranding <laughs> to IndyCar? No, we're still technically a Formula One podcast, but sister series, we're gonna be there, and it's in our it's in our home home city, so of course we're gonna go. So yeah, and also, I I, I sort of talked about this last year, uh, the Indy 500, but since we had just started the podcast, I didn't want to be like, oh yeah, this is an F1 podcast, but let me talk to you about this race that I think is better than F1. <laughs> Now that this is episode 33 or whatever. You're like, all bets are off. (laughs) I just need to talk about the Indy 500. Yes. Because you guys know, me and Delaney love drama. We love the drama. On track, off track, anywhere. Love the racing drama. And so let me tell you guys about the fucking Indy 500 that has happened so far. Because I just think you guys are missing out. Like, Mm -hmm. F1 is a better series. I'm going to say it. But this one race... It's the best race in the this world. This one race is... F1 cannot even um, dream of having a race like this. Okay. So let me, wow. t- let me tell, tell you what. Tell us now. I'll pop okay, off. So first of all, teams begin preparation for this one race in October of the previous year. Some may even start as soon as the, the previous year's Indy 500 is over. They prep... For this race, like no over, they spend millions of dollars on this one race. The entire IndyCar series is built around this one race. 
winning the Indy 500 to me is bigger than winning the IndyCar championship just for how the recognition goes. And they practice for this race for an entire month. It's not two days, not three days of practice. They begin, they begin in the end of April, and this past week, they practiced basically every single day. Could you imagine if F1 did that? I have to compare. Like, could you imagine if F1 was like, let's practice for one race for an entire month? I think if they had a race that was like that big, they they would do they it. Would, I think yeah. it, I, I, we've talked a lot about eliminating practice. I think for this, the, the, a race this big, practicing for one month makes sense because it puts everyone on their best game. So we practiced for a whole entire week last week, and then we have qualifying. And this year, there were 34 cars on the entry list, but IndyCar basically always has been the Indy 500 is basically always been you only 33 cars race. Okay. There's some weird contrived reason for it that they set back in 1911. That just doesn't <laughs> 1911. <laughs> yeah. That just doesn't make any sense anymore, but it's still bump day. It is bump the most day. dramatic thing ever. Let me tell you guys about fucking bump day this year. Okay. I'm sorry. That's what it's called. Delaney. I know. <laughs> All I can think about is like a baby bump. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's no pregnancies involved in this one. I mean, maybe some of the wags are pregnant. Who knows? Maybe. I, I don't know. There's a lot of like stress in this one. So is it IndyCar the one that they have the girlfriend and wife cam? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so there was a lot of, there was a lot of drama heading into this year's qualifying. Callum Eilat, former F2 driver. He finished second in F2 in 2020. Slowest car all week. Damn. A day before qualifying, they decide, you know what? We are just going to change the entire chassis. You can do that? Yeah, you can run a spare. You can do that before qualifying. It's They're all the same chassis, but it's kind of like how Mercedes, like George Russell and Lewis Hamilton have the same car. Oh, like It's yeah, the yeah. same car, but it's setup-wise. It's like super different. Yeah. So it's basically like going into a test without studying. Damn. And you're going 240 miles an hour. And if you make a mistake, you'll die. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> so Just Cal a test, though. They show Callum Eilat making his first qualifying attempt in this new chassis. Or this chassis he hasn't practiced at all in. And it was the slowest lap of the day, like, so far. And they cut to his girlfriend, and she's crying on pit road. Oh, my God. Because this means so much. Making this race literally makes or breaks your year. Yeah. And so eventually, Cal Mylot sets another lap, and it puts him in the field. And in an inter in his interview, he's like, "I just want to cry. Like, I can't believe we made it." He put his time was twenty seventh. He wasn't even quick. He yeah. just made the field. That's, That's how much it big big it is. Wow. Okay. So then the big drama was that Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan. That's their team. They had four cars. Three of their cars were in the bump day like drop zone. Three of their cars were fighting for one spot. Uh -huh. And then there was another car. For This is his real name. I'm not making up. His name is Sting, Sting Ray Rob. Hell yeah. Sting Ray. Him and Graham Rahal, Christian Lungard, and Jack Harvey. The guy who got bubbed, does he own the team? His dad owns the team. Oh, so even he's, more drama. Yeah. Okay, Okay, continue. So this is day one of qualifying. On day two... There is a four-car shootout in which three of the cars make the field and you figure out who gets bumped. Okay. So on day two, they all go out, set a lap time, and it's Jack Harvey who's 34th. Okay. So he's the one who's going to get dropped. Right. He goes out and he sets another lap time, not quick enough. 
Oh, no. And you know how in F1, like, they can't run two qualifying laps at the same time, back to back, because their engines are too hot and their yeah. tires get too cold. So an Indy car, an Indy 500 qualifying run is four laps. Oh. And it's like an average of the speed for all four laps. So you have to be fast, but you have to be consistent. Oh. If you set a super quick lap at the beginning, you'll be really slow at the end, so it won't work out for you. Oh. So Jack Harvey comes into the pit stop comes into the pits and immediately goes back out. Oh. No one in the history I've heard has ever done two runs back-to-back like that and had it work out. And Jack Harvey, after <laughs> six months of preparation, yeah. one month of practice, two days of qualifying, in the last minute of qualifying on day two, goes 33rd and bumps his teammate Graham Rahal out of the field. And his dad, Graham Rahal, Bobby Rahal owns the team. It's his thing. I, I got to pull the tweet Oh, up. my I gotta God. Share the commentary for this one. That is crazy. Wow. How do you think that, how do you think that garage debrief was after <laughs> qualifying? Graham Rahal's heart is in his throat, sitting in his race car. He is two corners away from knowing whether or not he will be in the greatest spectacle in racing. This is a guy on the ropes, but he is swinging punches. Hit your marks, Jack Harvey. Smooth hands, eyes up, and take a breath. You're about to find out if you're in the Indy 500. Don't ever question the character of Britain's Jack Harvey. He's not giving up. Is he in the 500 or is he out? Jack Harvey's in! Jack Harvey is in the Indy 500! Graham Rahal is out! 30 years! Since his dad didn't make it, it's the same fate for Graham Rahal. One one hundredth of a mile an hour was the difference. I have chills from that. <laughs> that like, wow. That that's almost as good as the twenty nineteen uh, Monza call. It, yeah, it's like that's it's, that's that's an that, amazing that call. Shit doesn't happen. Yeah, but it's not over. Oh god! Because this was last Sunday, the previous Sunday, Monday, they go out and practice again, and they just keep practicing even after qualifying. They, there's only two more days after practice, I think. Oh, okay. So this Monday. <laughs> Do they Friday. get a break? I feel like they're gonna be tired <laughs> for the race. Jeez. So on Monday. Stefan Wilson, who we haven't even talked about yet because he was comfortably in the field. New character. Stefan Wilson is a pretty heartwarming tale because unfor- I-, I don't even know how to say this. Like His brother, Justin Wilson, is the last driver to die in an IndyCar crash. Oh, okay. So it, that was in 2015. So Stefan Wilson is like a pretty well-known. It's, it's a good story. He's done well in the previous Look it years. Up. He was comfortably in the field. So we didn't talk about him in qualifying right but him and Catherine leg crashed on monday of practice <gasps> and stefan wilson fractured a vertebrae this is why oval racing is watched like everyone's like they go left they it's just left they turn left but th- this shit's dangerous my jaw is on the floor right now <laughs> <laughs> if you guys could see my reaction when no said that i literally was like jaw drop and so the thing about it is the way indycar qualifying works is the car is what makes the field so the team that stefan wilson was driving for is dryer and reinbold racing uh-huh. their car made the field so they are still entitled to that spot but stefan wilson obviously cannot compete so they need another driver and it just so happens that the ray halls are big 
big supporters of Je- after Justin Wilson died, there was a huge fundraiser. Yeah. And so after all this, after all the drama, after all that goes on, Graham Rahal is back into the Indy 500 field, but he's driving Stefan Wilson's car, which we didn't think could happen because Graham Rahal is a Honda guy. Stefan Wilson was driving a Chevrolet, but they cooler heads prevailed. I, I don't know. They dreamed. Wow. They, I don't know. They did it all together, but. And, and folks, the race hasn't even fucking happened wow. yet. Wow. And Noel's going to the race, y'all. So he'll be there. That's so that crazy. Was, that was a lot, but I just needed to cover all that because <laughs> this, like, I gotta get this, out. this shit is like a soap opera or Literally. some shit. And this is why. Well, don't, is there a documentary coming out or docuseries? They have like a Drive to Survive like series that runs right now, but I don't know well, what. Is it the, about last year's though? I think, I it's, think about, it's about this year. They yeah? might have won last like year. Five, too, isn't but, it called like 500 Days to India or like whatever? Or like I think it's 100 Days, days to, to India, India, but I don't know. I don't know. Philip knows more about it than I do. I, Philip, let us know. So yeah, and that is just that was just bump day drama. There was no nothing about the pole position, and everyone after uh, Graham Rahal when he got bumped, he cried like he literally couldn't even finish the interview. He's like, I knew it was going to be tough, and then he just walks away. Aww. And Stingray Rob, who qualified thirty second in 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 his interview, was like, I just got done crying. Like I can't believe we did this. Like wow. And Jack Harvey, who made the field, he didn't even like celebrate like you think he was more like oh my god like in disbelief obviously because he bumped out his teammate which sucks but like yeah he i just can't even explain it like folks only on this weekend i'm saying max verstappen who Who? lewis hamilton who formula one who the real drivers are in indy this weekend i'm sorry indycar there's a lot of things that bother me about the series as a whole and other races but there's nothing like this fucking Indy 500 shit. So that was damn. I just wanted Delaney to know all that because this is some real drama. Like this is. I'm gonna watch it now. <laughs> you oh. can't see this anywhere else. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I don't know if the race will be any good because sometimes it's a 500 mile race. So like, That's why sometimes the, the first Indy. 400 miles are like just preparation for the last 100. So yeah. if you're if you've never seen it before. Figure out when 40 laps to go starts, and that's when you should tune in because that's where all the players sync together. So, Facts. Noel does not have that luxury. He will be in the stands <laughs> watching the entire thing. So, so yeah. Um, yeah. So, if you guys can't tell, I'm pretty excited for this. But anyway, <laughs> let's talk about the race that didn't happen. Imola. Delaney, what do you think? Sorry, <laughs> what's, the, what's the race, Noel? Oh, the Amelia. Um, Amelia. Ro, uh, Romag- I don't know if you pronounce the G. Romagna? You Amelia. said that in the TikTok, and yeah. I wasn't quite quite sure. I didn't. I'm anybody who's Italian. Aurelium, Emilia Romagna. I might. It might yeah, be um, like Romagna, that. Romagna. I think so. No Anyone one. who's Italian, please correct us. I don't know. Imola. There was <laughs> supposed to be an F one this weekend, guys. There was supposed to be. If you an didn't F1 know, runner. if if you if you weren't as excited as we were because we had a little bit of a week break, <laughs> um, and we were gonna have a triple header. <sighs> now we don't get a triple header anymore because of Imola. Granted, we're going to make all these jokes about it, but we are genuinely, we feel for the area. We'll explain more later, but we feel for the area and we hope everybody's safe and everybody's okay and that recovery efforts are good. I think it rained from the end of Miami yeah. to this weekend in the, Imola. The like pictures. It, okay. So it, basically the Imola and that part of Italy were like in a state of emergency, like 
pretty much since Miami ended basically or like the week after Miami and everybody knew that and they were like okay we'll just like wait it out they still sent shit there for like for the race because you know like things happen like you know like Miami was technically underwater the week before the race because of it was the rainy season fucking one of the one of Florida's airports was also flooded because it was raining but like this was like catastrophic like the photos and we'll post a few on our instagram are fucking crazy Crazy. like it it was so flooded like the track yes was bad but like the town around the track was horrible just horrible so it flooded like crazy they you know i think it was thursday wednesday or thursday Thursday, they made an announcement saying wednesday or thursday they made an announcement saying we are not running this race. Um, and they, whoever was there sent them home, but I don't even think most of the drivers even made it there just yet. Like, I think a few of them were already there, but they all left. And then in, you know, a good turn of events, um, the governing body of formula one did donate a million dollars to the region. So yeah, they donated a million euros to the region. Um, all that jazz. I think Ferrari donated a million euros as well. Yeah, so. Alpha Tower is based in that area, which is crazy. Um, so one of the one of the really cool photos that came out was uh, Yuki Sonoda was helping shovel like mud and stuff right outside like their offices and like right outside his hotel. Like he was like helping, and everybody was like, "This is a PR stunt." It's like no, like I feel like if if like Yuki would have left if he wanted to, but he was there and he did it. And then Nick DeVries like got caught in like some fucking. De- Nick DeVries got caught in fucking debris. (laughs) Like he posted a picture of him. Like he was driving on the road and like a landslide went in front of him or something. And he had to like camp out in a hotel. It was scary y'all. Like it was, it's crazy, but yeah, that was, that was the race that didn't happen. This is the first time Noel touched on it in our TikTok a little bit, but this is the first time since 2011 Bahrain that it's been canceled for non COVID reasons. Don't come for us. Can we know you, an entire season got canceled. Can okay? you imagine if we had a podcast and we had to do this for like all the canceled COVID? Oh my God. Can you imagine? We would, we would have been like, had like a, one of those plastic shields in between us. We're like done it over Zoom. I barely even knew you back then. So no, we probably wouldn't have. I, don't I was even, trying to, I was trying to, I don't need to go back in time. Back then. That was Imola. Um, anything you want to say, Noel, about Imola? Um, not really. I think you covered it all. I think, yeah. um, I think the track was like okay to race on like eventually, but Imola's or that whole area is like a, I, I don't lack of a better term, but it's like an old fashioned town. So I think yeah. some of the drain, I mean, it, it was, it was just a mess. So it was like, a mess. And they, they apparently had like a really bad drought like the month before. So oh yeah. from like really horrible drought to like awful rains, it's hard for a land to recover from that quickly plus i feel like yeah the track may have been good but they would have delayed the race and with it being a triple header they couldn't have pushed the race back a day or anything would have fucked up all the logistics yeah that's a great transition delaney because are they even going to run this race this year and i'm pretty sure the answer is no i don't know if it's confirmed i've heard the only date that they might be able to move it for is august 4th through 6th which is Right now is basically the start of the summer break. So they would be yeah, they pushing would. the summer break. Right. Um, but I don't think they're going to do it. I've heard that they're not. I've heard people say that this race won't be. 
able to be rescheduled until 2026. What? Which I, I don't know what they're really entailing. Like, I've heard some people say that Imola doesn't have a contract, so it's not running at all, like, next year, and it I, won't. Or they're, are they going to run two races in 2020? I don't know if there's, like, a contractual thing that says this race has to be run in some yeah. form. But I, I don't know. That's I don't a bit know, above me. I don't know any of that actually i don't know yeah. any of that i feel like imola for those that don't know imola was added back to the calendar during 2020 because of covid but they hadn't raced there previously since oh like 2006, 2006. yeah it's so like it, it was like a big gap and like we say this with all the love for the region <laughs> we, we don't like imola like it was not that great of a race but i mean it's you know we always want more races so to lose one is sad but um i don't think they're gonna I don't think they're going to try to I don't think it it's going to run this year and I don't None know None of the teams have happen. complained about points or anything, which they shouldn't because this was like totally out of their hands. Like this wasn't like, you know, oh, like logistic wise or oh, like we just can't do it or something like no, like it was like a fucking global warming. <laughs> it was like natural natural disaster. Yeah, so I don't think we're seeing Imola at all this year, and no. it might be on the. I don't know if it's on the schedule next year, but I don't know. Maybe in twenty twenty six there'll be fucking two. I Check don't know. back in October with us. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if Imola's there. Uh, yeah. Anything else about Imola, Delaney? Oh, I I do. <laughs> for those that know, I hope that the Imola cat is okay. So keep your thoughts and prayers with the Imola cat. For those that don't know, during that long time between two thousand six or something until twenty twenty. The track was barely used. If it was used, it wasn't used for F1, obviously. But a cat staked residency in the paddock area. Um, and nobody wanted to, like, remove him. I mean, he was just Jay chilling. And so they, like, named him the Imola cat. And they gave him a VIP pass. And, like, you know, he wanders around the paddock. He just kind of hangs out. It's kind of cool. So we just all hope that he's okay. And we'll see him soon. Or she. I don't think it's just like a feral cat. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, but we all hope he's okay. We'll see him in 2026, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and that, folks, is the Imola Grand Prix or whatever the fuck it's called. So thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to tune in next week. <laughs> wait, wait, Delaney, wait. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's way more to talk There's about. There's so much more. We have more for you guys. Don't 10 worry. hours of stuff left. Okay, so I think the next topic, juicy. We're getting into the silly season. Ooh. Even though the season's fucking barely... Can you believe there's only been fucking five races so I, It far? feels <laughs> like there's been like 12 already. <laughs> but anyway, we're already starting to talk about the silly season, kind of. Because Nick DeVries, rumors out there that... Q rumors hat, rumor has name? it by Adele. Fucking Who's that guy? Dr. Helmet Marco. I think. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Nick DeVries, we gave him an ultimatum. He's got to get better by like Spain or what, or... or by Spain, yeah. Is Which he, he had five, right? I think it was three. three yeah, oh. it was three races. Does, does one Imola of them, include? Well, now, this though? this came out before Imola it was did. canceled. That's why I'm so. like, so maybe they'll push it. What's after? What's after Spain? Canada. So yeah, he's given this ultimatum that he's got to get better in three races in air quotes. Yeah. Or maybe he's gone. Maybe he's dropped after maybe just he's dropped. six or seven races. That is. But like, who could possibly replace him, Noel? <laughs> Who? Well, I don't know because I've seen a, at first everyone was like, D -d -d "Daniel Ricardo's coming back," and I said I saw tweets by accounts that were like, "Daniel Ricardo 
we'll do this or whatever. It was like, yeah. it was like almost like this was a sure like a thing. Definite thing. Yeah. But then later they're like, Oh no, it'll be Liam Lawson or yeah. this other Red Bull, these Red Bull junior drivers, which honestly, if this does happen and they have another driver in the Alpha Tower seat, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they maybe do a little bit of a rotating. That's seat, what I was about to say. Which might be include a driver who really wanted to run the Las Vegas Grand Prix could be in on that i'd fucking cry <laughs> i'd fucking cry if that happened i would be like the fucking indie race car drivers when they make it into qualifying so it's um it's interesting though it's interesting because th it's only been five races yeah and they're already well i mean you have to think about like red bull 2019 too i mean it's like was it 2019 yeah it's so like alex Albon. yeah <laughs> it's a lot it's, um, I, mean, I mean, it's it's. <sighs> but even they had half a season. Yeah, that's true. But and that was that was the senior Red but Bull team. But if you think about it, Nick DeVries technically isn't a full rookie. He's not like a new new driver. He was in Formula E. He was supposed to do really good. They expected more from him, I'm sure, and he's just not delivering. And that's that's perfect to my point, Delaney. Yeah, because <laughs> that seemed really weird. For some <laughs> perfect to my point, Delaney. <laughs> because you guys got to remember, Nick DeVries was not a Red Bull driver. Nope. He was a Mercedes driver yep. that had a great performance in Italy last year. And I think Red Bull hired him for immediate performance. Yep. They were like, we have these other junior drivers that we could bring up and they might not be great at first. You, We need you to be outscoring points. And so if he's not doing that, They'll be like, because Nick DeVries, I'm sorry, but I don't think he has a future at Red Bull. No. I feel like I said this last year. Like, I feel yeah. like this was kind of a bad move for him. Like, it got him into F1, but yeah. he hasn't been performing great. And uh, he, they're not, they're not going to move him to Red Bull, I don't think. So he is, no. um, if he's not scoring points, they'll be like, well, if we're just not going to score points, we might as well develop one of our actual drivers right well if we cast our minds back to last year's insane silly season i mean like alpha tower like lost pierre gasly i'm sure i don't i think his contract was up with i think i think no, I, I don't I remember don't actually i feel like i feel like let's just say it wasn't and i feel like he walked away and so alpha tower probably was like oh fuck and they were like what should we do? They, and like yeah, none of this shit someone. came out until like late, late in the season, like that Pierre Gasly was going to Alpine, like all that stuff. Like that was a huge question mark going into the last couple races of the season. So I think Nick DeVries was kind of the most logical um, selection when it came to an outsider's perspective, I guess. So like not anybody within the like F1 sphere. It was the best like F1, maybe like the best choice. The best choice. Of any driver, like, but not... Because he drove three different cars, I think. Last yeah, year. last he, he year. Was a, he knew the the car, like the, yeah. the type of racing that the cars would yeah. use. And he was a fucking champion in Formula E. Like, they were they were expecting him to be so much better. So, I, you know, I don't put it past Red Bull because with their history, they have been known to just fucking drop you like a hot coal. Like, if you, if you fuck up or if you are just not performing well enough. Regardless, I... It's we'll dramatic. See. It is very dramatic. And I, maybe they're just doing that to scare him. So they're like, we're going to put it out in the media and like, you have more pressure now. So we'll see if he becomes a little diamond or if he cracks under pressure. Yeah. It's crazy that they put that out. Like I, I think yeah. it doesn't happen. You usually it's, 
like a rumor yeah but you know with f1 rumors where there's smoke there's fire just like this um, next one <laughs> so the next thing silly season-esque lewis hamilton at ferrari dun 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 <laughs> dude that is like that was not the headline i was expecting to see this week so this is from the daily mail yeah so which we do not the- have in the u.s but i assume that Basically, it has the same reputation as if I went into the bathroom right now, grabbed a bunch of toilet paper, wrote Lewis Hamilton to Ferrari, and just went outside and just let it fly away. Yes. From what I've heard, because I do follow a little bit of the Royals, the Daily Mail is like one of the biggest like shit tabloid out there. So like take it with the biggest grain of salt on the planet because like this may just be a total shit post like Fernando and Taylor. Yeah, so, but the rumor is Lewis Hamilton is going to sign some $40 million deal with Ferrari or something like that, or pounds. To, or to race whatever. with them next year, which is even crazier to me. Like, they're just like, next year. Because <laughs> he, he is in a contract year. He doesn't yeah. have a deal for next year. So, right. you know, I don't. Lewis Hamilton at Ferrari is something I just never envisioned. He just doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would go with ferrari he is mercedes like always raced a mercedes type engine car yeah like he started with mclaren he probably didn't start with mclaren did he no he started with mclaren went to mercedes there's been there he's been he's been there since won all seven of his titles with a mercedes engine yeah so like i it's like it would it would be like this past weekend i got asked like oh do you think like Max Verstappen has the capability of like being as good as Lewis Hamilton? Like one of my friends asked me that and I was like, maybe if he keeps at it. So like, it would almost be like Max Verstappen staying at Red Bull for his entire career. And then just being like, Ooh, I'm just going to like go to McLaren for a year. Like what? Like that? I no. I just feel like that is like, we're all going to be shaking our heads. Like how we did with last year with Fernando, but maybe it'll be great. <laughs> Who knows if it actually will happen. If this does happen on it again, the soapbox. Hop on. Ferrari are fucking idiots if this <laughs> happens again, okay? <laughs> True. Here's, here's why. Here's why. Twenty Up to 2020 of 14. They've got Fernando Alonso. He can't win any titles because the car sucks, engine sucks, strategy sucks. Yeah. So they're like, okay, let's get this four-time champion, Sebastian Vettel. He'll do it. Yeah. Win some races. Doesn't ever win a championship because the car sucks, engine sucks, strategy sucks. Yep. Then they raise this golden child <laughs> they, in Ferrari diapers, Charles Leclerc. Literally, they pluck him <laughs> from fucking Alfa Romeo. They're like, come here, child. We he want was you. raised into F1 by Ferrari. Yeah. And like, you're our star. They push Sebastian Vettel out of the side. <laughs> they did. And they're, they're like, fuck you, Sebastian Vettel. You failed us. Kimmy Reckon is just there. And then, and then Charles Leclerc. Doesn't win the title because mm. the car sucks, strategy sucks, right. engine, engine sucks. sucks. So now they're doing the same thing. If, if they hire Lewis Hamilton, that is not. They're telling their golden boy. Fuck you. If they <laughs> if they replace Carlos Sainz, they're telling their golden boy, yeah, here's the seven times. He's the he's the lead driver. Like yeah. that, that, They want him to win the title. And if they don't, if, they, if Charles Leclerc leaves, then they... They're just doing the same thing, okay? Ferrari's problems are not their drivers. They have the best drivers 
Like they have access to that. Yeah. They're, it's just their mindset. It's like, oh, well, this driver will be able to do it with us. So this it's, it's, it's the same shit they always do. They don't need to hire Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. That would be a pretty cool lineup, Lewis Hamilton and Charles Leclerc. But if I was Charles Leclerc, I'd be kind of pissed because I'm like, I, yeah. I've done a, you guys see me, I'm pushing. Like, I'm, yeah. So I also think from Lewis Hamilton's camp's perspective, I think that's kind of a stupid move. <laughs> I don't care how much money it is. I feel like Lewis Hamilton, regardless of his performance, is still the highest paid F1 driver. I would have to look that up, but I still think he's like, of all time, I think he's, yeah made the most money and i think he has enough money to be like i'm chill like i don't need that like yes he's struggling at mercedes right now but i think the relationship between him and mercedes are so like i said he is mercedes and mercedes is him like it's like i can't not think of mercedes without thinking of lewis hamilton but to play devil's advocate if we think back to right before race number two where he booted angela could be a sign, the first sign of some trials and tribulations going on within Mercedes. So we'll see. If this does happen, I I would I would rather see Charles Leclerc move to Mercedes. And yeah. I would love to see him win on his first time out and prove that Ferrari is a mid a midfield team and nothing more. Yeah. That's that's an interesting perspective. I think I don't know if, if Charles Leclerc would like go anywhere else right now that's, that's i think he, that I he also yeah. like he like bleeds ferrari he I, is ferrari too like that in my brain i don't see him going anywhere else either but if they hired a new first driver yeah wouldn't you be like fucking pissed i would be pissed. like yeah. wouldn't you just want to be like you would be like daniel ricardo when guys, max for step you up. are the reason this shit sucks it is not the driver's fault Keep some fucking drivers for more than one second. And- yeah, none of this rinse, wash, and fucking repeat shit. I mean, get a new fucking tactic. Just proves Ferrari hasn't learned yet. If this is true, which... Which, again... It, it, Daily Mail, you know. It, it Daily just, Mail. They could have just made this shit up. I don't know. They could have just been like, hmm, what would be the most like drastic headline to like sell the paper this weekend? <laughs> so next up, a little bit back to like our Bahrain episode where we talked some winners and losers... Yep. Since we had no race, we can kind of check up on some of these losers, I think is more fun to talk about. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> we know who the winners are. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Max Verstappen. <laughs> Max Verstappen, Red, Red Bull. They're winners, all right. They're winners, all fuck, right. Fuck Fernando Alonso, we get it. <laughs> Let's talk about Fernando Alonso's former team, McLaren. Wah, wah. We've kind of touched on them a lot. We've probably mentioned them frequently, but oh my God, Delaney. Yeah. Do they suck this year? Yeah. It's it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> I I hate to say it, but in the past I was a McLaren girly. I think, you know, McLaren is a fun, fresh team in my mind. They have two fresher drivers. Um they have they have their they have their golden boy Lando, who they're fucking <laughs> raising from Sproutling to <laughs> you know, he debuted in Formula One in McLaren and he's just been there ever since. So they've been trying to do the whole like protege shit. Um the only bright side that McLaren has is that Oscar Piastre is the number one pick for rookie of the year. So I mean that's that's the only good thing, but that kind of shows you how bad our rookies are this year that the McLaren driver is the best rookie. So, yeah. I think McLaren have missed their target every single year since 2020. Yeah. And it kind of, 
it just kind of makes sense to me that they are kind of falling back. You know, I think 2020, they finished third in the constructors. That was probably their goal. Mm -hmm. That was a good year. But 2021, despite the fact that they won, despite the fact they were on, the only team to get a 1-2, they were almost certainly targeting third in the constructors again. Yeah. And they got beat by Ferrari at the end of the year. I think McLaren were third most of the year, but Ferrari outlasted them yeah. and beat them. And then last year, they were fighting with Alpine. Mm -hmm. They were almost certainly targeting at least fifth in the Constructors' chan Championship. And they lost again. Yeah. So I'm sure their budget, I'm sure all this stuff goes into them Beating, meeting these targets, and they haven't. And so now they're here. Yeah. They're at the bottom. And I, it's a, they're, 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 they're scrapping for points. And it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of, Aston Martin, I don't know what they did, but they were able to prove, like, hey, you can get there. Like, you can yeah. get to the front. I don't know what they did. I don't know if, McLaren, anyone at McLaren has as much money as Lawrence Stroll or whatever. I don't know right. exactly what they did, but they like, I think McLaren fucked this up. Like, I don't think it's oh, like yeah. a, a, it's not like an instance where, oh, they got the, they got the bad end of the deal. Like, yeah, they had this perfect shot at the front of the field and it all went bad when Lando Norris didn't put on the intermediates in Russia in 2021. Oh, Ever since God. then, it's spiraled that was the beginning wasn't it <laughs> i you know i would almost pity them i would almost feel sad if they didn't absolutely fuck over daniel ricardo i'm not gonna lie <laughs> like i think it was at miami and there was like a, a guy on tiktok that i saw that was walking around being like smash or pass and like talking about like the drivers or you know principles like things like that and then like it was just a compilation of like zach brown and everybody would be like oh pass <laughs> fuck him like everybody was so pissed at him and then one guy that barely knew anything was like sure smash like whatever like he's just like a cool guy but regardless i agree i think that mclaren definitely was eschewing to finally and they did they did have a good moment i mean they had they had imola no they had monza they had their monza moment they had the monza one two moment and imola is and the imola. track that lando norris he got a podium like the last two years yes there so that that's his best track right? it is yeah. so it is kind of disappointing that he couldn't race there but um you know they had their monza moment that was great but that was really their only peak and they just get out developed for they were better than ferrari in the beginning of 21 they were way better they got out developed they were shit at the very beginning of last season yeah but they were definitely better than alpine Oh, yeah. During the midpoint. And then they got out developed. I mean, you can say what you want about Daniel Ricardo, but like they Which I will. He was a he was a good driver. Yeah. So I I, I struggle to believe that it was all him that like missed the mark Correct. last year and the year before. So I mean he won. He still won for them in twenty one. So I, Yeah. McLaren just tried to blame it on him because that was a good easy scapegoat, but now that he's gone, they're really showing their true colors if you unless you have any other big losers for this season um, i think valtteri Romeo. <laughs> i was like um, hello that's um that's like everybody else is pretty obvious i mean you know williams i think a loser is alfa romeo because they were pretty decent last year actually 
and it had some pretty good races, but now yeah. they're just like absolutely Ever flopping. since like the second half of last year, they've just been. And it's so weird because I feel like they were good in like. Here's a question for testing. you. Do you think Valtteri Bottas is going to have a seat by the end of the year? Yeah, I think so. I don't think they have anyone else. Well, here's the thing. I think he'll keep his seat till the end of the year. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if he'll have one next year mm. because Valtteri Bottas to me is like enjoying himself like yeah. a lot and it just screams to me but he's doing a lot of other stuff out out of f1 yeah and it, it kind of just like he says he's got like years left in him you right. know which i'm sure he does and but... also this team is going to become audi in yeah. 2026 so this will be a factory team and so yeah. it's a good place to be to potentially you know hit the top but which rumor has it that they're preparing mick schumacher for that german driver german brand so that makes sense they said they want at least one german driver Valtteri Bottas just seems to me though like he's like ready to just go have fun you know yeah. just do his own other stuff and uh, I, I he says he's got a few years left in him but I don't know. I guess it's how they rate themselves, really, if Valtteri Bottas gets a new seat. If if Alfa Romeo are where they think they should be, yeah, then maybe. He but. could. I think he could definitely bow out with grace leaving from Alfa Romeo, honestly. Like, I think he hasn't tarnished his reputation too much yet where it's going to be like, oh, yeah, that was a sad ending. Because I feel like most great drivers, like, start a really good team, but they're not, like, quite there and then they move down, and they move down, and they move down, and they move down, and then they just, like, yeah. fade away from F1. Um, unless you're Fernando Alonso, and you decide <laughs> to come back and, like, just shock the world. Somehow, but, yeah. Somehow. Um, but, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I agree with you. I Just for the drama, I just want to see if they'll kick him off this year. I feel like they will. It would be exciting to see, like, a driver transfer or, like, a, but I don't moment, know, like, but know, like Joe isn't transfer. like excelling. Yeah, Joe Guanyu like, isn't beating him. Like, so I greatly, don't. Like, that's, is that's why I don't think it's gonna happen. Like, yeah, I, we'll, we'll we'll give it a few more races and we'll touch back on it. But right now, I think they're my other big loser, just as a team, because um, I expected more from them. One big winner, I will say, is Yuki Sonoda. Oh hell yeah! Because that's the one thing I forgot to mention. This is really the the the. Also, happy happy belated birthday, Yuki Sonoda, because me and Yuki Sonoda have the same birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Guys, Delaney's birthday was for the last episode. Happy birthday, Delaney. Thank you. <laughs> me and Yuki Sonoda are the, we have the literally the exact same birthday. It's the same day and everything. Same year. So, Yuki Sonoda has been so consistent this year. He's finished 11th or 10th in every race. That's great. That's like, compared to how Yuki Sonoda started his F1 career, like that's, and he's barely, he's barely crashing. Yeah, you know, no, it's been a great he's year for him. It's been a great him. year for me. I, I really, yeah, I know we shit talked on Yuki Sonoda a lot in the past, but I think he's really matured a lot. And I think this Nick DeVries ultimatum kind of speaks like, hey, we think we have a better car than you're like, dry. like, you, yeah. like, you, we think we have a car capable of scoring points, and Yuki Sonoda is. Yeah, step it up, buddy. If 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 this was a 14th to 15th place car that Yuki Sonoda was just hauling in, yeah, it, I don't think we would get this ultimatum. Maybe we would, but he is doing significantly better than Nick DeVries. Oh, yeah. And he's the team leader now since they lost Pierre. 
which is exactly how he worded it. And it sounds like he died. <laughs> Pierre is still with us, but we are now a child of divorce and we have to share our time between Alpine and Alpha Tauri because if, if you guys were not around for when Yuki and Pierre were teammates, it was great. So go watch old Alpha Tauri videos on YouTube and stuff because they're amazing. They're still besties. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's good. Not as not as not as close of besties <laughs> as him and Charles are, but Pierre, I mean Pierre and Charles, <laughs> not Yuki and Charles. Could you imagine that? <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, no, I, uh, I don't really have anything else. I ju- I just mentioned Alpine. I guess like uh, they're they're they're, de- they're, they're definitely good. they're definitely fifth right now. Yeah, but they think they can challenge Ferrari and them. So I'm hoping more like normal races coming up. We're gonna see more Alpine coming into play a little bit um the street races are kind of limiting a few of those teams are kind of locking them into that spot so maybe with the next couple races like being normal races that we'll uh we'll get some we'll get some exciting action or something at least so so speaking of the next coming races good segue since we lost mon fuck we lost monaco guys (laughs) since we lost imola we are continuing our trend with street races Monaco is different than the other street races. I think it's better than the other street races, <gasps> but like the race will be the same, but at least Monaco has qualifying. Yeah. Is this the best chance for someone else to win this yeah. year? Yeah. hundred percent. Do you think it'll happen? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> unless, unless we get, um, you know, unless we get a, Maybe formulated crash. <laughs> wink, wink. Mercedes P- did. We're supposed to bring an upgrade to Imola that so they are bringing now it to bringing it to Monaco. So if this is the race that we see Lewis Hamilton make his like redemption, that would be fucking dope. I would really like that actually, but I don't know. I'm keeping my expectations low because it's Monaco. And every time I get really excited for Monaco, because yes, it's the crown jewel of Formula One and all that, but, but it never really holds up to that expectation besides last year, I was just excited to see uh, Perez win, which yes, I'd love to see Perez win as well. But if, if anybody knows anything about Monaco, you cannot fucking pass <laughs> like not, not even remotely, even Red Bull's super DRS. I don't think will, will work. No, if cause they somehow end up behind someone. Yeah, I think it, it won't. Cause like of how small, and we talked about it a lot at the, on last year's Monaco episode, just the cars have gotten bigger, but the track is not cause it's a true street race. They really are racing in the streets of Monaco. Yeah. Sorry. Best case scenario is that Fernando Alonso wins this race. I don't know if he will. I think it's supposed to rain. Oh, yeah. So I did see that. I, I watched the highlights to like the 2008 Monaco Grand Prix because F1 posted that on YouTube for yeah, some reason. Yeah, F1 TV was kind of popping off this it, weekend. It rained that year, and that was actually like a true rain race where everyone just like sucked and like yeah. they kept running. So if it's going to rain... Please have it not be like last year where Nicholas Latifi runs wide and then everyone else just kind of follows the leader. I mean, it's a parade yeah. this weekend. So, I mean, we don't have Nicholas Latifi anymore. We so don't. we can't really. We don't have our goat Tifi scapegoat. And um, after, after Monaco, we have Spain and Canada and we go into some real actual racetracks some real racetracks over in europe which i'm excited for because i think that's when we're really gonna figure out you know what who what everyone's got all right yeah i'm excited looking forward i don't know uh delaney is this a sprint episode or is this an attempt 
I feel like it's got to be an it's, it's got to be an attempt. An we're talking about a race <laughs> in in some way, shape, or form. I mean, I guess the other I guess the only other thing I other motorsports because there was no other fucking thing. There was a NASCAR race at this place called fucking North Wilkesboro. I know that shit wow. sounds like a fucking made up fucking place. Wilkes County, like me, Papa. Papa, I'm gonna go watch a NASCAR race with what did what did you call us? What did you call us last week? Uh, or Noah and Dasani or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Me, mom, pop up. We're going to take Noah and Dasani over to the NASCAR race. The only thing that's interesting. Well, they raced at a track that's been abandoned since 1996. That's kind of dope. They like redid everything, but the pavement is from. They should have just left it abandoned. The, pe- the pavement is from 1981. Oh my God. So if you can imagine the horrible. Ru- I mean, this shit like ate the fucking tire could you imagine like a, a formula one pirelli race? a pirelli tire wouldn't even make the formation lap the pirelli tire <laughs> in the pit lane would be screaming <laughs> so i think that's interesting that's cool because that track was abandoned and um that i will talk about this again when we talk about our street circuits and corporate events because i think that kind of ties into it yeah. So hold on to North Wilkesboro and Wilkes County in North Carolina, the most southern sounding thing ever. Um, keep that in your brains because I will bring that up in the next episode. But um, for this episode, Imola. Imola. And for everybody that missed it this past weekend, because I sure as hell did, maybe not. <laughs> but for anybody that, you know, was feeling, hmm. Something's Sunday. Missing. Something's missing in my heart, in my soul, in my ears. I should be hearing something. It's this. Is it sad that I like know it? Like I know like the tune of it. I just feel like we should. I just this just reminds me of when we talked about the Queen. Like, I, just, <laughs> I, I mean, just feel we're like, not making fun of the Dutch Dutch national anthem. It's just that like I we've just heard remember it so we much. Did, I just remember we did this exact same thing when we said farewell <laughs> to Her Majesty. Like I just, I just remember. It just sounds similar because it's like horns and stuff. But yeah, I I was uh in Miami like when it was playing like. I got up and I was like humming it. And the person I was watching it was, was like, do you know this? And I'm like, yes, I heard it 14 million times last year. Be sure to look out for our next episode. I think the Monaco Grand Prix episode last year was called the last Monaco Grand Prix. And here we are again, doing it again. So thank you guys for listening this time. Uh, Be sure to follow our Instagram, follow our TikTok, drop a like, leave a like, leave a comment. Let us know what y'all thought of Imola. Thank you. <laughs> Crickets ensue. <laughs> if you're listening to this uh, email, not on this occasion, number one enjoyer, thank you for emailing. We'll see you next week. We'll hear you. Ne- you'll hear us next week. You won't. We won't hear you unless you send us a voice memo. But you'll hear us next week for the Monaco Grand Prix. Cut it. Goodbye.